1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard First and third go head-to-head in the Premiership tonight As Celtic head to Motherwell Rangers hope to get back to winning ways When they host Hibs at Ibrox And St Mirren, Hamilton, Aberdeen, St Johnston Ross County, Livingston Makes up a full fixture card in the top flight I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Jim Duffy and Mark Weedy Yeah, as you said Gordon A brilliant midweek card uh, on this evening Rangers at home to Hibs Celtic at Motherwell Two brilliant games Top of the, the title race It's still going well But Rangers As Stephen Jenner said At the weekend now They can't afford Any slip ups And Hibs will make it tough For them tonight But as will Motherwell At the first part for Celtic So two cracking games In prospect Yeah I mean, It's a full uh, calendar tonight And it's uh, great games You know Top and bottom Of the league uh, Gordon You know There's a uh, a lot at stake tonight And we get to You know These midweek games After the winter break and uh, you know can make a significant difference if you can manage to get what Celtic have done just now. You know full points um, from recent games and Rangers have slipped up, so they need to get back on track uh, against that Hibs side who you know are you know steadily improving and have improved under Jack Ross. It's been a particularly mad week, Mark Guidi. We do madness more than than most other places at times, uh, particularly this week. Hopefully, we can just get back to the football tonight. Six good games and focusing on on all the, the good things about our game. Yeah, you, you do want to speak about the football, um, Gordon We would rather speak about the football Sometimes, you know, we can't avoid not speaking about the football And other, other issues come into it And, you know, make the headlines and at the top of the agenda Because that's the way that it's got to be But we have, you know, got a really good title race on We want to keep talking about that But unfortunately, um, other things top the list But it's up to the callers what road they want to go down But like we said, tonight there's two cracking games in prospect for the old firm and could Sit one Man, of them possibly drop points. Well, Sit Man Hamilton as well is another cracking yeah. uh, game. You know, Marnot as well. There's, there's, there's lots of good ones, but could could Celtic or Rangers, could either of them or both of them drop points tonight? You never know. You absolutely never know. It is all about the football tonight. 01419511025 on Twitter at Clyde SSB. Let's hear from you How do you see the games going Rangers fans How important is it You get back to winning ways What about team Thoughts Suggestions James Tavernier Is fit I assume you would Throw him straight back in Unless you've got something else On your mind Would you put a curveball in there A full debut For Yanis Hadji perhaps Anything that we've not thought of uh, And you Celtic fans What about your team tonight Back to the Four at the back Three at the back What are you preferring What have you been enjoying How do you see tonight's going 01419511025 Let's go round A couple of the grounds Let's start at Fir Park A real cracker In prospect Third against first Motherwell against Celtic Alison Conroy Is there already Yes, Stephen Robinson looking for a vast improvement from his Motherwell side from that defeat at Livingston at the weekend where he says 10 of his players didn't show up. He says they won't be changing their style tonight as they look to upset the odds against Celtic. Stephen Robinson well aware of what is coming to Fir Park. It was a 5-2 win for Celtic back here in August. The sides also met in September at Celtic Park. A 2-0 win for Celtic on that day as well. Mohamed Ilianousi and Jozo Simonovic back in the Celtic squad. Johnny Hayes is the latest injury. He comes out. And Motherwell could give a debut to their on-loan Newcastle winger Orlando Ahrens, who of course signed on deadline day, Gordon. 
Yep, plenty to look forward to in that one Celtic fans If you're going along Or you're settling down to watch it on television Why not get in touch And let us know how you see it going 01419511025 Who would you like to see play? Who would you like to see left out perhaps? You've been watching the games recently Who has been catching the eye? What about Ibrox? Rangers against Hibs Andrew McLean is there yeah, well, the Ibrox pitch is actually looking a bit patchy out there tonight. The same can, of course, be said for their form as well since the winter break. They've dropped points in two of their last three matches, fallen seven points behind Celtic. Steven Gerrard saying that they've been missing a spark in recent weeks. They need to find that spark, and you feel they need to find it tonight because I don't think they can afford another setback at this moment in time. They have had two comfortable victories over Hibs so far this season, but Jack Ross's side are unbeaten in their last five matches since the break. They're averaging two goals a game in that time. Christian Dodge bagging six goals in that run as well. As for team news, Florian Camberry and Greg Doherty, they're both unavailable to play tonight, of course, against their parent clubs after making that January loan swap. James Tavernier, as you said earlier, Gordon could be back in for his first start since his appendix surgery. Greg Stewart should be available again too. Still no Jack Hellander or Defoe for the home side. Adam Jackson is back from an illness for Hibs, but they're still without Porteous, Mallon and Naismith. I'll give you the full team news in a bit. I think it goes without saying, Jim Duffy, there was never really going to be much room for slip-ups in, in this league, this this season in particular. But given the way Rangers have stuttered since their return from Dubai, it's vital for them tonight, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, listen, you know, this is not an easy league. And I think sometimes, you know, it's, it's difficult. Listen, players get interviewed and they'll, they'll say things. I think it was Conor Goldson that said, you know, we have to be perfect. And then Stephen Gerrard saying we can't afford any more slippers. And then the next game you do slip up. So, you know, people are always going to focus on, on things that players and managers will say. But ultimately, it's it's up to the players to produce the goods on the pitch. And, um, you know, Rangers have, have, by their own standards, slipped um, significantly since that uh, one against Celtic just before the break. And, you know, quite can't quite understand where that type of forms came from. I mean, the Rangers fans have phoned in here, said that, you know, they felt that the performance, even when they'd won the games, the likes against Mirren and against the Stranraer and that, were, were under par. And they had a sense that it wasn't quite right. Um, but, you know, they'll have to have uh, Morelis firing all cylinders. Uh, that will be terrific to get Tavernier back if he is back from the start tonight we'll find out that shortly and and it just shows you how important he is in that team because you know he's just such a, a threat in that right hand side and puts some great deliveries in gets in behind defenders and also at set plays as well so yeah, yeah, they need to they need to get back to that that form they showed just before the break. And because of where we're at, Mark Weedy, everything's been cranked up a little bit. Just in case you, you hadn't noticed, but ev- <laughs> every decision the manager makes, every substitution, every defensive lapse, every missed chance in front of goal, absolutely everything seems to be getting scrutinised more and more. And it's another huge night for us. Uh, and Gordon, it's only going to. Um, be magnified even more between now and the end of the season as we really get towards you know once we're we're out of this uh, month you're really down to the last sort of dozen games of the season the split will be in the horizon Rangers v Celtic Ibrox is March the 15th into the last stages of the, the Scottish Cup too so it's only going to get worse in every decision every sitter that's missed every time a goalkeeper doesn't make a save every time there's an offside not given or it should have been given, or the referee makes a mistake, they're all going to come under, because the stakes are so high, and you know, at times more often than not, it's not going to be pleasant, and the kind of thing that we've seen off the part, the past few days, that's what we're going to see, unfortunately, more and more between now uh, and the middle of May. Six big games coming up tonight, Rangers against Hibs, Motherwell against Celtics, St Mirren Hamilton, Aberdeen St Johnson, Ross County Livingston, 01419511025. Let's hear from you. Tell us what's on your mind. How do you see tonight's games going? How would you sum up how you're feeling? Are you confident? 
Are you nervous? Are you somewhere in between? And who should get the nod from the start tonight? 0141-951-1025 John is a Celtic fan on the line He's first up tonight Are you confident, John? Evening, Gordon, Martin, Jim Hi, John uh, hey, The night, uh, Martin, Jim Do you think Neil will, I'll, I'll, uh, would you call it, mix it up tonight And go back to just the one up front tonight? I, I feel they might do that tonight just, I, I just don't want, want, want you to think yeah, well, I mean, I, the, the the link-up play between Lee Griffiths and Ozan Edward has been terrific, and I think uh, Neil Lennon has, has stated that as well. You know, and it's great. I mean, we we, we sit here because you don't, you know, you rarely over the last few years see combination strikers, and it's it's quite refreshing um, to see two strikers uh, on the pitch. So I'm not so sure, John. I think that particularly away from home, he, he, he likes a three at the back. Um, I, I, I can't see him changing it tonight. And I kind of wonder why he would, because the two of them are playing terrific. They seem to be, you know, playing off each other. Um, they're both scoring goals. And, uh, you know, again, Motherwell had a, probably their poorest performance of the season, according to Stevie Robinson um, in the last game. Um, and, I, and I think that um, Celtic going there full of confidence. I, I think Celtic will win the match tonight and, and I, I would still expect them to play the two strikers again we'll, we'll find that out shortly John what makes you think that they won't what makes you think they'll go back to one I don't. I just don't know I know Murrow, Murrow always has a team gone they're a good wee team obviously he's a bad result of the weekend there but the Murrow are quite stuffy in the midfield I just don't know if maybe he'll try and match it up but as I say I hope they do play as I said I've been on here I hope they play the two of them because I want Griffiths to keep getting games, you know what I mean? Because I think he's, he's starting to find a wee bit of form again, you know what I mean? Mark, sometimes the automatic call for, for two strikers, and people assume that more strikers means more goals and it doesn't really work out that way. However, I think Jim is speaks on, on behalf of a, a lot of people who've watched the two of them recently. They do seem to be to be linking up pretty well. Uh, Edward, Edward and Griffiths, Griffiths yeah. yeah brilliant I mean you think last Wednesday night at this time um, we were on the show and we're ready to watch St Johnson Celtic on the telly and right away in the first five minutes you know Celtic were just absolutely electric and you know the, the blue St Johnson away one of the, the best 45 minutes uh, of the season on Sunday you fast forward to Hamilton Naki same front two again and rightly so but it's kind of flat but they get there in the end you know Edward really took centre stage Celtic up against 10 men Managed to go over the line But it wasn't as free-flowing As it was on Wednesday But I'd agree with Jim um, I love to see partnerships I think they're a right Good partnership together And um, You know I think Neil Lennon's Got to go with them Because You've got the two front Guys up front like that With that ability Right away You're putting Or you should be Putting Motherwell On the back foot You're making Motherwell Think Stevie Robbins Think Oh, you know Jim better than me as a man you think God, do I go to your back three do I go to your back four can my two centre halves handle these two you know it throws up all sorts of different questions which is good uh, Alison Conroy are you still with us she's popped downstairs yeah. that's, that's understandable yeah. on a night like this you'd, you'd be going to get your cup of tea I was just yes. going to get a, an injury update from the from the venue itself but I think you know we can do that I think Johnny Hayes was injured a lot of interest maybe Jim around Young Stephen Welsh Because mm. he came in He'd been on loan at Morton It was a Celtic yeah. debut At the weekend I wonder if he'll have to play again You know If it's going to mm. be that back three Jozo Simunovic may yeah. be able to, to Come back into the fold I guess he didn't do anything wrong In fact The opposite mm. He got he got rave reviews At Hamilton yeah, Stephen I Welsh get, Again when he went into Morton The first he played right back And then when uh, when uh, David David Hopkins the, the Morton manager Changed to a back three Went in and played the, 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 the right side centre back And uh, I was speaking to David uh, As I've done several times And he was very impressed with him and, and, and really, you know, uh, waxing lyrical. And I think the, this is important. This is the benefit of going out and loan. But it's actually worked even better for him because they played a back three and he 
you learn that that side of it as well. So defensively and getting on the ball, getting into Celtic's team, then uh, you know he's already got that knowledge rather than just getting in as a fullback. So yeah, I think it's uh, it's been a great experience for him and it's worked out perfect for him. And again, if he's fit and if Neil Lennon's going to go with a back three tonight, I expect him to continue in the side. I think Allison is with us, Allison. Yes, we have you. Loud and clear Yes I am here Good stuff I was just looking for an injury update I know you'll be across all these things Who was fit Who was not fit for Celtic Johnny Hayes Is the latest player Who is out For this one uh, Mohamed Ilianusi And Jozo Simonovic They're both back In the squad Remember you've got the The long term injuries That that won't make it tonight So Jeremy Frimpong Hatamad Mohamed Near Beton they're all hmm. still on the sidelines. Yeah, I think from Pongju to start training on Monday. Well, that that in itself, Mark. If you're Jozo Simunovic, yeah, obviously you've got all those appearances under your your belt. You would seem like a, an automatic starter ahead of Stephen Welsh. But it'd be interesting to see what Neil Lennon does if he just says, "Well, do you know what? He did well at the weekend. On you go." Yeah, he might well do it, as you say. You know, it's good for Neil Lennon to have those kind of options. Do you stick with the kid or do you go with the experienced uh, centre back? Elia uh, Nusi being fit again. You know, I really liked the look of uh, Elianus. He, he faded once or twice after um, injury, and uh, the performance in the cup final wasn't he, wasn't he good enough. But I think he's an exciting uh, talent for Celtic, and to have somebody like that coming back in who should be feeling pretty fresh, he'll just need a wee bit of match sharpness. But he, for me, uh, in a game like tonight where they start things off the bench, he's a kind of potential match winner in a real tricky game. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Bruce is a Rangers fan from East Kilbride. What are you looking for from your team tonight, Bruce? Oh, he's just disappeared, just like that. Uh, what should Bruce be looking for from his team tonight, John Duffy? <laughs> do your best, Bruce. Impression. Well, I, th- I think a positive start. I think that's what Rangers have to do. I think they have to get after Hibs, get the tempo of the game high. The intensity there Because they need the fans Who are Understandably a little bit nervous now You know And if the game's a bit flat to start with If they allow Hibs to get a foothold in the game And start passing the ball a little bit Then those nerves Will start to to generate even more So I think Rangers have to come out the blocks And really get into the game quickly As I said Keep that You know High intensity And and see if they can get themselves An opportunity to get in front Because You know In recent games that, that's been a little bit of an issue You know Of just, just starting the games A bit flat So I think um, Stephen Gerrard Has used the term Spark They need a spark But I think they need You know Really As I said to you A high tempo game And I think everyone Has to realise If they are going to Challenge Celtic You know They really need to um, You know Find a forum Very very quickly Because there's Very little room for error now Because yeah, Mark It's very easy to ask fans To be patient and, and to stick with the team If things aren't going well For the first 45, 50, 60 minutes But, but in reality This is a high pressure situation And the easiest way To put everyone's Mind at ease Is, is to come out As Jim says Fly out the blocks And, and make a positive start Yeah you know Particularly in a in a home game You want to do it Coming in the back of The, the 0-0 uh, against Aberdeen at Ibrooks because you know, even another disappointing thing for Rangers will be I think coming back after the winter break everybody looked at the league fixtures and thought the next four or five games Rangers on paper mm-hmm. have got a much easier run so therefore you would expect Rangers to maybe take a lead and Celtic maybe having to play a wee bit of catch up even if it's only two, three, four points but something like that but it's actually at this moment in time it's been flipped round and Rangers dropping points at Tynecastle but particularly with the greatest respect to Aberdeen, not beating Aberdeen um, at home um, on Saturday is a major disappointment to them. And it just, 
Again it just illustrates I think sometimes When you take winning a title For granted It shouldn't be And by the way Rangers might still go on And win the title this season But I think it shows that You know How difficult it is To, mm. to win games That people say Ah can you win that anyway But you've still got to go out And do the business mm. And that's what Celtic Have managed to do And that's why you know, you'd expect them to win the league But if you're going to take the league off of Celtic You're going to have to really do so Jim, if we're looking mm-hmm. at potential changes in, in the team You would imagine the captain James Tavernier yes. comes back in It seems like they've missed him No disrespect to Matt Polster who came in and, and did pretty well But I think it's a bit of a no-brainer, is it not? That yeah. James Tavernier comes back in No, absolutely I mean, I said before He's like a lot of players sometimes divide their opinion Because people look at the defensive side of it But, but you know, getting on the ball Making himself available You know, de- delivery Setting up chances um, You know, there's, there's probably no better right back in the country um, You know, at doing that that type of, uh, you know, uh, style You know, you can, you can argue who, who's a better player all round But in terms of just Someone getting themselves with um, linking up the play, as I said, um, being creative. Um, yeah, Rangers, you know, with him on one side and Barisic on the other, I think Rangers have, have definitely missed that because that, they, they play with those inverted wingers coming in off the flanks, whether it's a Rebo or whatever, and Kent coming in, allowing the full backs to go, and they've been a wee bit imbalanced. And, and I'd, I mean, obviously, I haven't seen uh, many Rangers games over the last 90 minutes, I've seen the highlights, but. I don't know how many chances I've had from the right hand side. But I would I would only guess that it hasn't as been many. As, as as prominent as when 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 James Tavernier plays. And and again, Stephen Davis is another one. I think he's just seems to just not not been quite the same. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether it's because Ryan Jack's been missing or whatever. But again, he's hasn't been as instrumental and as influential as he can be. So if Rangers want to make that sustained challenge, they need these top players on the pitch. And playing at the best Every single team In the top flight In action tonight So no excuse For you not giving us a call Let us know What's on your mind Are you confident Are you nervous Are you somewhere in the middle And who would you have Start for your team tonight 01419511025 We're going to hear from Stephen Gerrard And Neil Lennon next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Getting you Full compensation Is their goal Talk to Thompson's.com Jim Duffy and Mark Guidi Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard We're closing in quickly On that time When we get the team news So get your thoughts in first Tell us who should play Who shouldn't play Gabby Amato Is on Twitter Got quite the wish list For tonight He says Tavernier Edmondson and Hadji will play tonight He says he's not. That's not what he wants He's, he's telling us He says For Polster, Katic and Kamara Maybe even a slight formation change 4-2-3-1 A possibility We will find out uh, Very soon The team news Let's hear from Stephen Gerrard Actually his thoughts Going into that game Against Hibs I think as, as a manager When you, uh, you You get you get a result Or a couple of results Over a short period of time That are not helpful You know You look to people like Stephen And you know McGregor And your experienced players In the team uh, to, to rally the troops And and reset and go again. Um, we're ready for Hibs. We're aware of their challenge. They're a good team, um, but they're a team that within the last what four or five weeks we we be quite comfortable by by doing really well both in and out of possession. So the players know what it takes, um, and I wouldn't be surprised if we bounce back quicker than what people think. Graham's a Rangers fan from Bells Hill. Are you going along to the game tonight, Graham? Uh, yeah, I'm on the road just now. Uh, hopefully, the traffic's not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll get Stephen Mill on it for you. I think it's all right at the moment. Uh, what are you expecting when you get there? Um, well, I just wanted to put my point across to the panel if they agree that arguably this is actually our biggest game of the season tonight. Um, and the reason that I'm thinking that is because I think that Celtic being up to Motherwell's a, a bit of a, a, a tricky tie for them. Uh, Motherwell have been playing amazingly, especially at home. So if we don't come out 
fired up, ready to go and see an opportunity to possibly claw back uh, where we are at the moment, um, then, you know, I think that would be a big opportunity missed. And, you know, putting the old firm games aside, because they take care of themselves, this potentially is our biggest game of the season so far. I just wonder if the panel agree. Yeah, I think, I mean, it is game in the situation that Rangers are in now. And then, you know, after tonight, there's obviously, it's the Scottish Cup weekend, so there'll be a break from league football. So they don't, they don't want to, you know, be going to play the games a week on Saturday um, or a week on Sunday behind um, Celtic any further. But then the following weekend becomes the biggest game of the season after that. So every big game now, there's no margin for error. And what Rangers have to do, if they work... Um, on the fact that they might think that Celtic win every game between now and March the 15th which is the next old firm game Ibrooks Rangers cannot afford to drop any more points they must win every game and if they're getting to that game if they've got their game in hand over the line they're going to that game four behind or whatever it may be then that's fine they don't want to be getting seven behind and any more points behind you know so yeah every game now is absolutely massive Graham and that's the way it's going to be including the Scottish Cup let's not forget the Scottish Cup is a chance for Rangers to win silverware one game away from the quarter final two away from the final and you know if the league's not going to happen for Rangers at the moment they're certainly still in it but if it's not you know the Scottish Cup's important for them because it's it's a piece of silverware and it's a, a real sign of of of, uh, of progress albeit the, the league remains the the priority Jim this is where the psychology of it all becomes quite interesting mm-hmm. all the managers will tell us you know, that they focus on themselves but mm-hmm. actually you can understand why that that's just impossible for fans because Graham's mentioning he's looking at the difficulty of mm-hmm. of Celtic's fixture so if Celtic were to drop points mm-hmm. it goes without saying Rangers need to, to capitalise mm-hmm. on that you can flip in his head it's even worse no, it's not even worse but you end up kicking yourself if you find out the other result has gone your way and you've still yeah. not managed to, to take advantage of it. Yeah, if you've got an opportunity to miss, that's even worse. But uh, I, I think that uh, you know, you know, from Rangers' point of view and for for the fans, for for the club itself, you know, the players, the manager, they can still see at this moment in time that it's in their own hands because if they won their game in handed before and there's two old firm games that's to right. go, exactly, but yeah. if they drop points tonight and Celtic win, it's no longer in their own hands. Yeah. So psychologically, that's a huge blow. So, listen, Rangers have to focus on themselves. They can't look at, you know, and Graham might as a supporter, but, but Steven Gerrard and his players cannot look and think, oh, well, that's a tricky game. There'll be a lot mm. of tricky games between now and the end of the season, but Rangers have to get back to top form and they have to start tonight. We heard Steven Gerrard just saying in the interview you played there a minute or so ago, Gordon, listen, we, we beat uh, Hibs comfortably by doing the right things. But Hibs will obviously maybe have learned from that as well. I, I would expect a different type of Hibs tonight. Maybe a little bit more structured, a little bit more defensive-minded. Maybe not quite as open as, as they were the last time. And obviously dis, uh, our indiscipline played a part in that as well the last time. So I think uh, Jack Ross will be really saying to his players, keep 11 players on the pitch. But I, I expect Rangers to beat Hibs tonight. I've said it before, Hibs are not... You know, if you want to cut a really aggressive midfield side, they're a football inside, and I think teams that get right in against Rangers mm-hmm. make it difficult. But I think Hibs are a, are a bit more of an open football inside, and I think that will suit Rangers, and I think Rangers will win by a couple of goals. Graham, so much talk about this spark that's missing. It was Stephen Gerrard that, that said it, but I think a lot of the fans agree. Is that something that can be rectified by those players that are already there, or, or would you change something tonight? I think that the, 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 the problem that we've had recently is that it's been key players that's out. You know, any team could, couldn't could afford to lose, say, for example, Morelos 
for a suspension. But on top of that, we've had Jack, who's been the most influential midfielder, and we've had Tavernier, who clearly creates so much from the width that we've not, not had. If you lose all three of them, losing one is bad enough, but losing all three, you know, and being on, you know, coming off the back of a, an international, sorry, a, a winter break, that all combined into a big pot can have an effect, you know, and I can understand why that's the case. And I, I agree with what you said as well about the fact that, uh, you know, the next Old Firm game coming up soon is at Ibrox. I think that even emphasises more how important tonight is. If we do tonight well, and then the next Old Firm game coming up soon, we could completely swing the picture back round um, in a very short space of time, and the complete picture looks different. It certainly does Well enjoy the game tonight Graham. That was Graham Somewhere between Bells Hill And Ibrox It's 01419511025 The team news is starting to break We have the starting 11s From Fir Park Alison Conroy Yeah for Celtic uh, Jozo Simonovic Coming back Into the starting 11 And Welsh Is a player that drops out So it will be Forster in goal A back three of Ayer Simonovic and Julian Then Forrest and Taylor's The wing backs With the three of Brown Cham and McGregor up top for Celtic tonight will be Lee Griffiths and Odson Edward and your substitutes for Celtic will be Welsh sorry um, Bain Welsh Bolingoli Rogic Christie Ilianusi and Klamala for Motherwell a couple of changes Gillespie will be in goal then it'll be Hartley Gallagher Grimshaw Carroll Donnelly Campbell Polworth Hilton Long and there is a debut for Aaron's tonight as well and your bench for Motherwell Carson Tate Seedorf Mazinga Mugabe McIver and O'Hara there we go, that's the team news from Fir Park We're going to get the team news from Ibrooks in just a second Let's quickly check in with Willie in Parkhead Willie, just while you were on the line uh, We gave you that Celtic team Simunovic comes back in It's two up front uh, And the likes of Christie and Rogic having to wait on the bench Are you happy with that? Oh, quite happy with that You go with a winning team that starts half now But the boys came on well And the subs done into business for Celtic Saturday <laughs> Sunday, sorry But my point was is a couple of points. The boy was on it last night talking about how we're going to replace Scott Brown. And I think we've got the boy there that's going to replace him is Callum McGregor. That's one of my points. So I think McGregor's going to be the next captain. And I think he'll do a good job as Scott Brown's doing at the moment. Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's no harm in looking ahead. And Willie's right. Someone raised the point last night, you know. What does Celtic do When the day comes Because yeah. this is the week That he racked up His 700th mm. club appearance Of course What do you yeah. make Of Willie's suggestion Aye Callum McGregor uh, Yes the, the, the biggest Well first of all I think yes He is a natural Successor to Scott Brown In terms of uh, The position That Scott Brown plays I think that McGregor Can adapt his game In time you know, If you're looking at Say Scott Brown's Let's say for talking sake It's it's May of, of, of next season You know where he, he kind of I'm not saying he's finished But he maybe kind of winds down He's not playing as many games Etc etc I think McGregor and Tito Over the role And the captain's armband For sure But the biggest obstacle will be Is Callum McGregor Of the same mindset As Scott Brown As in I'm happy to beat Celtic This fulfils everything That I need in my career Everything that I need Off the part On the part Etc etc Or will Callum McGregor Have a hankering um, To go um, you know if, if Celtic are still Winning league titles or not Because There's interest in him And there will be further interest in him And it all depends on Because Other clubs will be able to afford to buy him From Celtic That's for sure So it really comes down to the boy Whether he wants to To, to go or not The question is valid Jim Because Scott Brown will Finish Eventually At mm-hmm. some point So it is a valid However 
Tonight he plays his 42nd game of the mm. season mm. And it's the 5th of February So there are no signs there That, that he is slowing down People no. are making the assumption And like I say Obviously he will But 42 appearances For a player of his age By this stage in the season Yeah but I don't think There's any issue with that I think Scott Brown Absolutely looks after himself If you ask anybody At Celtic Park They tell you he's one of the best trainers At the club mm. You know they, You know Why would he I, mean, I think we, we sometimes Tag someone with an age And think Oh he must be on the way out mm-hmm. Scott Brown comfortably for me can play the next two or three seasons comfortably. What at is the he thirty five? You know, yeah, and I think that you know again, if you look at Italy 34. and all these Italy in particular, you know they seem to you know um, thrive. You know, uh, you know by older players and they'll actually sign older players. I mean, obviously Ronaldo just went for whatever it was, almost a hundred million at thirty three. I think he was so. And I'm not I'm not comparing Scott Brown with Ronaldo. That's oh, what I'm saying. I'm good. just talking about age. I'm talking about age, okay? Um, and and what I'm saying is, if you look after yourself and you play with good players, that's another thing. You're not having to do all the running about everywhere and fetch and carry everything. You've got you're surrounded by good players. Um, so for me, Scott Brown, yeah, the next two years, I think he'll definitely mm. be still at Celtic. But I do agree with Willie to a certain extent. I think Callum McGregor could be. You know the guy that, that that takes the armband if and when he decides to hand it to hand it over to someone else. We do need to get team news from the other games, but I'll quickly make you like your your second point, Willie. On you go. My second point is now I think players overreact now try to get people booked. Uh, Taylor's got a, a wee high kick on the shoulder, then he's holding his face. I'm a Celtic man, and I thought it was a wee bit try to get a boy booked or sent off. He grabbed his face when the boy hit him on the shoulder. I thought it was a wee bit over the top and players are seem to be doing this all the time yep. rolling about and holding their faces and they maybe get kicked in the ankle I certainly don't mind that that was really calling out one of his his, his own players I do I, remember the, I do remember the incident yep. I, I, to be honest I, I, I didn't see that incident Willie really, but I agree with you 100% across the board uh, I find any act of you know trying to cheat or con a referee or a fellow pro as disgusting and I've all always said that I think that's something that um, the PFA should take more of a stance in as a member of all the players to, to, to cut it out just actually cut it out play fair and make the referees jobs easier as well Willie thank you very much for the call let's go to Ibrooks. some very interesting team news from Andrew McLean yeah some very interesting team news and I think that that tweeter earlier on that you highlighted Gord must have he had was some obviously a no, info wasn't he because the players that go out are Polster, Katic and Kamara. The ones that come in are James Tavernier back on his return from injury, George Edmondson and Yanis Hadji for his first start for the club. So it'll be Alan McGregor in goal, a back four of James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, George Edmondson and Borna Barisic. The midfield three, Scott Arfield, Stephen Davis and Joe Aribo with Yanis Hadji and Ryan Kent supporting Alfredo Morelos. The substitutes... Fodringham, Polster, Katic, Kamara, Barker, Jones and Stewart. As for Hibs, they make three changes as well. Out go Gray, McGregor and Horgan. In it come Paul McGinn, Stephen Whitaker and Adam Jackson. So it'll be Ophir Marciano who starts in goal. A back four of Paul McGinn, Adam Jackson, Paul Hanlon and Lewis Stevenson. The holding two, Stefan Omionga and Stephen Whitaker with Martin Boyle, Scott Allen and Joe Newell in behind Christian Doys. The substitutes, Bogdan, James, McGregor, Horgan, Holberg, Murray and McNulty. Headlines from that range Maybe it was the actual Gabby Amato Who tweeted in Maybe yeah. he still gets some pals at Ibrooks uh, who, who gave him the nod But George Edmondson In from the start We don't see that too often in the league James Tavernier comes back That was expected But the big one Jim A full debut A first start for Yanis Hadji Yeah yeah, I mean, again, listen, don't get me wrong, somebody knows, somebody might, they might know if Rangers have been working on a certain system during the training and all these kind of things. Listen, you know, it's very difficult to keep things under wraps now, but, 
you know, Collar did get it right, so we have to we have to uh, say that. Yeah, I mean, for me again, people are asking a little bit more creativity. Can can Ianis Hadji give Rangers that? Obviously, I don't know enough about him, but you know, his reputation is he's that type of player. A number of Rangers fans have been calling for Edmondson to get a start. Well, he's going to get that tonight. And obviously, James Tavernier coming back in, which is no surprise, he was 100% fit. So, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you look at Arfield, Davis and Hadji, it's all footballers in there, isn't it? You know, there's not a you know a defensive-minded type of player. So Rangers, with the two full-backs getting forward as well, a very attack-minded side. But as I also said to Gordon, you know, the two holding midfield players for Hibernian are Omeoga and, um, Whitaker. and Whitaker, who are, again, not you, you would call com- combative type of midfielders. So again, I think it's a very open game, and I think when it's an open game, it'll shoot Rangers. Looking forward to seeing what Yanis Hadji can do, Mark. Yeah, I mean, heard good reports um, about him on, on Saturday. A uh, couple of boys that were, were there and seemed to think he had, you know, a bit about him. He's going to add certainly something to to the the Rangers midfield, and I think that's the kind of guy that they're going to look towards in terms of that spark that, that Stephen Gerrard's missing. It sounds like the boys got a bit about him. He's full of confidence, and he's got the capability to go and bring something different to the Rangers team. And tonight is a perfect platform for him to show if he can go and be the guy that creates a winner or scores a winner or something like that. It will just give him. Uh, a great lift and, and really give Rangers a, a boost as well This really is the perfect time for you to call Because we're going to get some travel with Stephen So what do you make of those starting 11s What are you hoping for What are you expecting from Yanis Hadji tonight George Edmondson is in Is that the type of change you would have made Or would you have done something different And from a Celtic perspective It's kind of as you were But Jozo Simunovic replaces young Stephen Welsh In that defence So what do you make of those teams Let us know right now And we're going to hear from the likes of Stephen Robinson And Jack Ross next Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. They play to win every time. Talk to Thompson's.com. Jim Duffy and Mark Guidi here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Lots of reaction coming in uh, to the various pieces of team news that we've given you around the country. The headlines from Celtic against, well, Celtic's trip to Motherwell, quite predictable. Josef Simonovic replaces Stephen Welsh. Other than that, it's as you were. Rangers a bit more. Uh, a bit more talking points certainly You've got Yanis Hadji in for a debut uh, RFC NC 1872 You know him? He's been on Twitter mm-hmm. uh, He says Edmondson has the best mm-hmm. distribution Out of all our centre halves So he should help us break them down George Edmondson's in tonight Hadji will be exciting to watch Tavernier being back will offer more balance What about on the phones? Scott is in Possel Park What do you make of that team news Scott? What stands out for you? Hi panel um, I'm glad I just heard the team news there And I'm really happy with the three players coming in with Tav and Edmondson and especially the kid Hadji because I was really frustrated last week when Stephen Gerrard put on Hadji was at like 12 or 13 minutes to go. I was like, man, he should give, give him a bit more time because the crowd was a bit fr- really frustrated and maybe if you put him on maybe at half-time or with 25 minutes to go or something that lifted the crowd, you know. And I like George Edmondson, I just heard you saying he's, uh, he's really good at distributing the ball and he, he plays out a bit for the back. I know I know that can be a bit uh, dangerous and that, but uh, like I said, I think he's really good with the ball as well. So um, I'm really excited to see what young boy Hadji can do for us tonight. Yeah, I mean, I think it's everyone is, uh, I think, Scott, you know, looking and I think, uh, you know, get, getting him in there, he'd probably just... Yeah, maybe maybe Stephen Gerrard's looked at the game on Saturday, you know, and you know, listen, if you 
if if it's not going your way and you, you're not firing all cylinders, sometimes you you think, well, do I, do I put the boy in or does does that actually put a little bit pressure. more pressure on him and, and responsibility? So tonight he gets a start. I think it's better to get him in from the start. Um, the game gives him time, gives him time to assess the game, gives him time to get a feel of it. And obviously, as I said, he's he's got good players running about him, and uh, there is a good balance about uh, Rangers tonight. And there's a real goal threat, I think, as well uh, with Arfield, who I think can chip in, uh, and obviously Kent Aribo on the other side of of Morelos. Um, you know, I, again, I said it'll be be interesting to see how how um, Edmondson fits in there. Um, a, a number of Rangers fans have, have asked for him to be in but I think you've got to if you, if you in the modern day game at the top level you've got to build from the back and you've got to take a bit of a risk you know you can't just knock balls up to Morelis all the time against two big centre halves and say okay Alfredo do the business for us you've got to get the ball you've got to get the ball moving through the lines and, and, and if somebody like Edmondson and somebody like Golson, um, you know again Golson had a terrific pass to Morelis at the weekend there where Morelis went through and the keeper saved it uh, he can use the ball well so Two good set and halves can both use the ball. Start the game. Of course, you can, Scott. Yeah, um, I know this is a bit of a bold statement, but seeing that I've, but I've seen a young uh, Hadji, it reminds me so much of Eden Hazard. See where the balance in left and right foot. It reminds me so much of a young Eden Hazard. I know that YouTube and that shows your best cuts, but what I've seen him, he can shoot his left, shoot for his right, score for a corner kick and everything. So I'm really, really excited to see him. And just one more thing, I think we rely far, far too much on Alfredo Morelos. As if get, I'm sick of the team not having shots. There's a million times I went shoot, shoot, and they always try and play every sneaky pass into Morelos. It's, it's becoming really, really predictable, you know? Yeah, I'll let Scott do the Eden Hazard thing. That'll keep me out of trouble because <laughs> as soon as I mention it, people will think that made the comparison. However, to be fair to Scott, the one thing, and this is not to say he's going to turn out brilliant or otherwise, but the one thing anyone who's watched him play will tell you he's incredibly two footed, mm-hmm. as in, He's, he's as comfortable in one as he is the other So that's Well that's always a, a decent thing to have up your sleeve Mark Listen it's up to uh, Hadji to go and show what he can do First of all in the Rangers team He's got a starting place tonight Do enough to hold his spot For the Scottish Cup game Away to uh, Hamilton Ackies On Saturday And take it from there But one thing again You know without knowing You know the, the kind of hazard comparisons that, that, that Scott's making there And you can tell he's genu- genuinely enthused And excited about the prospect Is that um, you know, from from inside Ibrox, the, there's there's genuine excitement. Obviously, that kind of excitement's been dampened because of the the result in Saturday. You know, but one thing, if Rangers get back on track, they feel that uh, Hadji is a guy that can really help take them forward. Um, the thing about relying on Morelos too much, and I know Scott was talking about the eleven players that are on the pitch. He would like them to to take more shots and contribute mm-hmm. more. In terms of striking options, it is Morelos or no one tonight mm-hmm. because the foe's injured and Camberry can't play against his, mm-hmm. his parent club. Yeah, I mean that's been the, the position there for a few weeks. I know Camberry came in, but we, you know when Morelos was injured, there was only the four available, and I think that's something that maybe Stephen Gerrard in, in the longer term will, will perhaps look at. You know, trying to trying to have different options. Um, you know, if if uh, as a uh, you know his top one of his top players is unavailable, but uh, you know Morelos, listen, he's back in Morelos. He's had you know a game under his belt now. He did miss a, a good opportunity the weekend, but that's a, that's the nature of being a striker. Uh, let's hear from Jack Ross ahead of this trip to Ibrox. For us, we would like to make it more competitive in terms of how we how close we are to Rangers that day. So that or that evening, and that was probably probably our most disappointing performance since I came into the job, and we were a long way short. The one big thing we can control is our own performance, and that being better. That that night Rangers were very good as well. So. Um, we want to be very good 
um, that's the thing we can control. You know, we can't affect their performance. But yeah, we the, look the, the game. You know, I think Mark was touching that individual issue. The game they're quickly forgotten about, and um, you know today's in a game. Nice, it's only to, uh, Wednesday is a game in isolation in itself. Jack Ross wasn't there, but they conceded six the last time they went to Ibrooks Gym. So I think those players will know fine well what what could happen if they're not defensively sound. Yeah, as I mentioned, you know, the, he, his his words there right at the very start says we have to be more competitive. And I think that that's, he knows that he can't, you know, maybe just say to his team, well, let's go and play the way we play and allow Rangers, you know, the freedom to go and express themselves. And I think in a couple of games that Hibs have played against Rangers, they've allowed Rangers too much time and space to go and exploit, um, you know, the weaknesses in the Hibs side and Rangers have taken full advantage of it. So I do expect Hibs to press a little bit more, but a little bit more on, uh, you know, a bit more aggressive. But as I said, I think they have to temper that because they have to be careful to keep 11 men on the pitch. Let's hear from Stephen Robinson then. How does he go about stopping Celtic tonight? Absolutely nothing to lose. We'll go in with our, our approach that we always do at home where we try and take the game to Celtic. There'll be periods of the game where they'll have possession of the ball. Um, they're a good side, a very good side. And we have to make sure when we land on it, we're brave on it and we, we take the game to them as well. So we have nothing to lose. We're, we're a good side. We have to believe that. No one's invincible. They're a very good side. We have total respect for them, but not fear. And we know that on our day, you know, we can give Celtic a game. We, we have to go and try and take the game to them. Um, I think teams enjoy playing against us because we don't sit in. We do try and go and press and we do try and take our game to them, especially at home. Um, so it will be an open game, but I think that's how we have to play. We we can't play any other way. Gives a debut to Rolando Ahrens, Mark Guidi. He has a decent pedigree. He's played a good number of games for Newcastle. Yeah. That's quite the baptism though, isn't it? Because if, if you're an attacking player and you come into a game like this against a team like Celtic, you have to be ready to, to work and, and, and do the... The shift in the opposite direction as well Yeah you've got There's got to be first and foremost A right good work worth it, Work ethic tonight Otherwise you're going to get found out With the quality of Celtic's players Once you do that Then hopefully for, From Motherwell's point of view And for Aaron's it, They can get into the opposition half And try and be influential uh, By putting Celtic on the back foot Try to you know Get in the round area Try to create chances for his teammates Etc But first and foremost He will need to graft And once he if he gets his wind and, and gets used to that Then he can go and um, be effective uh, At the other end of the pitch Interesting that Stephen Robinson mentions Jim That maybe teams do like playing against them Because we saw mm-hmm. that earlier on in the season When in the early stages Motherwell looked like they were going to really give Celtic a, mm-hmm. a tough game But inevitably if you're doing that much attacking You leave gaps elsewhere And a team like Celtic will exploit you Yeah you've always got that bit of risk Motherwell have been playing 4-3-3 Over the last uh, period And with the two wide guys It'll be interesting to see against Celtic's wing backs tonight I mean you would look at James Forrest for instance As a defensive weakness You know because He's not a defender He's a winger And he scores goals like he did at the weekend He's absolutely magnificent uh, In the the final third of the pitch You know, he picks up great positions His finishing's great His goal return's outstanding But if you can manage to get at him From a a winger's point of view You'd have to fancy your chances So Motherwell have got to take a little bit of a gamble Somewhere along the line uh, To say, listen, can we get the ball into that wide area? Can we be a threat? If they allow James Forrest to dominate and Celtic's wing-backs to push high up the pitch, Celtic will have too much quality for them. It's that time of the night already. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. Do you want to win yourself a signed ball? Do you think you've got the footballing knowledge to get one over on Jim Duffy or Mark Guidi? If the answer is yes, give us a call right now. 0141 951 1025. Your chance to beat the pundit, you have to call before 7 o'clock. Clyde.
Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Compensation you deserve. When there's been foul play, talk to Thompson's.com. Mark Guidi and Jim Duffy here with me, Gordon Duncan. Fantastic night we've got in store in the Scottish Premiership. A full card, six games, big stories at the top, middle, and bottom of the league. And there's still plenty of time for you to join us in the build up. If you want to call us on the, the usual number, 0141 951 and if you would rather tweet uh, You can find us at Clyde SSB uh, Just a bit of breaking news tonight And I know uh, lots of you have been following this story Sky Sports have issued an apology After inaccuracies were highlighted in their transcription Of an interview with Alfredo Morelos uh, The statement says We've identified inaccuracies We apologise to both Celtic Rangers and Alfredo Morelos for the issues caused by these errors After numerous steps undertaken by Sky to verify the interview thoroughly We can be clear that at no point did Morelos allege any racial abuse was directed at him by Celtic supporters in the interview We apologise to supporters of Celtic for this serious error I mean that's clearly one between Sky and Celtic, Rangers, Morelos Not really much that we can Say or, or do about it But just I know you've been following the story uh, So I thought we would bring you right up to speed Anyway, time for this Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Beat the Pundit time Fraser is in East Calder How are you Fraser? Not too bad my man, how are you? I'm not too bad at all Rangers fan Fraser, what are you thinking tonight? Confident? Yeah, always got to be confident Happy with that team news? Yeah, although I think um, we're still not playing our best formation I would say three at the back is the best for us But still happy with it Yeah, time will tell We'll see how it gets on tonight Yanis Hadji in uh, for a full debut I'm going to toss the coin, Fraser If it is heads, you're up against Mark Guidi And if it's tails, it's Jim Duffy But it's heads, Mark against Fraser from East Calder So here's the deal I'm going to give Mark something else to distract him So that he can't hear your answers and we'll get your clock ready, Fraser. 30 seconds, head-to-head, you can pass. Here is your chance to beat the pundit. You ready? Yep. Who's the current captain of Rangers? James Tavenier. Which side is bottom of the Scottish Championship? Uh, Partick Thistle. At what stadium do Clyde play? Oh, pass. How many goals have Celtic scored in their last three league games? 12. Who are St Mirren playing tonight? Hamilton Which Scottish Premiership sides conceded the most goals in the league this season? St Mirren Celtic's Stephen Walsh was recently recalled from a loan spell with which Scottish Championship side? Arbroath Okay, let's spring Mark back Mark, can you hear us? Got you, Gordon Great, same set of questions to you Once I turn the paper back over Your time starts now Who's the current captain of Rangers? Tavernier which side is bottom of the Scottish Championship? Uh, Patrick Thistle At what stadium do Clyde play? Uh, Broadwood How many goals have Celtic scored in their last three league games? Uh, 11 Who are St Mirren playing tonight? Uh, Hamilton Which Scottish Premiership side has conceded the most league goals this season? Uh, Ross County Celtic defender Stephen Welsh recently recalled from a loan Morton. spell with which side? Which national side will Scotland face in their first year of 2020 playoff? Okay. What do you think, Fraser? Gub. <laughs> Gub. <laughs> Let's find out how much of a gubbing or otherwise it was. James Tavernier is the captain of Rangers. You both got that right. Uh, you both also got Partick Thistle being bottom of the championship. So a solid start. Good to get something to build on. Clyde play at Broadwood 
Wonder if that's the job. The, you're you're a an East Calder man, Fraser. Maybe it's, it's got the better of you there. Broadwood and Cumbernauld. So Mark Greedy goes one in front. How many goals have Celtic scored in their last three league games? Four against Hamilton, three against St Johnson, three against Ross County. Ten is the answer. So none of you got that. Mark Greedy still leads by one. Who are St Mirren playing tonight? It's Hamilton Ackies. You both got it. Which Scottish Premiership sides conceded the most goals this season? It's Ross County, fifty. Uh, did you know that? Was that just a calculated no, guess? I knew that. Did you? Yeah, good on you. Um, Celtic Stephen Welsh recently recalled from a loan spell with Morton, and Scotland will face Israel. So that's four, five, six, seven for Mark Guidi, and a three for you, Fraser Hardlines. Cheers. Good Unlucky man. Fraser. Enjoy the game tonight. Unlucky. That was Fraser from East Calder, a convincing, a professional job done by Mark Guidi on beat the pundit. I must say. Uh, yeah, that was not bad at all Some decent questions in there Thank you to Fraser for taking part And if you like the sound of that If you think you can go one better We'll have Beat the Pundit At the same time tomorrow night uh, Let's look at some of the other big fixtures tonight One which is of a particular interest to us Because it's in this neck of the woods um, Would be St Mirren and Hamilton As you heard in Beat the Pundit Brendan is a St Mirren fan from Paisley How do you see it going tonight, Brendan? Um, <clears throat> well... There's only a couple of small points to put in there, boys. Um, as far as the, the game goes tonight, I would like to think that um, going by the last few weeks, um, I'd love to see Jim Goodwin having a wee shake-up in, the, in the, the striking department and keep John Abika and Junior Marias in the bench and give Cody Cook and Danny Mullen a, 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 a chance for the start. Well I can tell you Brendan Let me tell you if you've got your wish or not I was going to run through the teams when you were done But let's just do it now Because you, you've brought it up quite well Cladkane goal A back four of Flynn McCarthy Fameo And Waters Foley And McPherson The holding two Then McGrath Andrew And Dermis Behind Morais. So I think you're well, You're halfway there um, Cody Cook's well, on the bench you, And so's Abika Well I tell you um, To be fair I don't know I don't know why he, 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 he keeps playing Marias because, I mean, the, the guy's a pit bull. The guy can run with a speed that's unbelievable. But the boy can't jump. And if you put a high ball into him, anybody taller than six feet, that boy's got no chance. Absolutely no chance. And keep the ball so on the floor, then. Aye, on the floor. <laughs> aye, no bother. I mean, you run through, you run through brick walls for the team. But the boy can't jump. And in and in, in, in get up for a high ball with somebody that's six foot plus, that boy hasn't got a hope because he can't jump. What do you make of that team? I noticed uh, Cammy McPherson getting rave reviews mm. over the weekend. Jim, um, some of the, the new mm. signings in there as well. McCarthy, of course, got his, his first goal at oh, Easter Roads. Yeah. yeah, listen, I mean, I think you go to you know Easter Road, you, you score two goals. Uh, the thing that uh, St Mirren have, have always been from the early part of the season I think the first thing that any manager wants to try and do is to try and make yourself a team a difficult to beat and certainly St Mirren were but they just couldn't quite get that, that connection with the front players mm. and he's tried to bring in a few players obviously Abika uh, you know, looked as if he could be a handful as well and Brendan you know, is, you know, goes, to, goes to the games so therefore he's got more uh, knowledge on these things but I, I certainly think going to Easter Road scoring two goals should give 
Um, man confidence that they can go and take the game to Hamilton. Hamilton are on a sticky patch. Um, you know, they obviously lost heavily after having the man sent off at the weekend against Celtic. They now play Rangers in the Cup as well um, the next, next weekend. So this is a big match for Hamilton. I, I don't think Hamilton can really hmm. afford to, to, to lose this tonight. And I think there's a bit of pressure on them. And if Man can get all three points, I think um, you know that just gives them enough breathing space to maybe look be above them after that rather than you know look over their shoulder. Are we at that stage of the season, Brendan, where we're allowed to use that old cliche about it being a, a six-pointer? St Mirren do lead Hamilton by three points at the moment. Hearts are in there as well. I think most people accept it looks like Hearts are going to get better with some of the business they've done in January. So just how important is this one tonight? Well, I mean, it is an old cliche, but I think where we are sitting in the league as far as this season is concerned, I think potentially any win for us is a potential six-pointer, you know, a six-point swinger job. Um, I mean, but for me, I just want to see my team staying up this year. And I think I think Jim's going to um, give us strike force. I think he's, he's going to give this young lad, Cody Cook, a, a, a shout up here because that, that boy, I think, has got the potential to be a superstar for us is it up front. Um, because at the moment, don't get me wrong, John Abika's put the goals in for us, but, I mean, for me, looking as, 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 a, as a player looking in every week, um I go to the games every week, so I I, I can tell it the way it is. I think Cody Cook um, was was injured, didn't he, for a long time? Yeah, he scored a hat trick. I think it was the last game of last season. Yeah, against the hat trick against the yeah. and then yeah. So that's the only thing I would say, Brendan. You just don't know. I mean, strikers need that sharpness. They need the game time, and he's maybe just a little bit still to play in that. You know, I mean, it's been a long time uh, injured, so maybe that's part of the reason. Why Cody Cook is still waiting for maybe that opportunity that you think he deserves? Uh, let's hear from Jim Goodwin. Well, I think it's the most significant game we've had for a long time. You know, um, we, in terms of our own level of performance and level of consistency, are actually on uh, a very good run. You know, I think in all competitions we've lost two games in the last ten, if you include the Broxbourne one. So we've uh, we've been doing all right. You know, we've been doing all right. We would love to be able to turn some of those draws into wins and maybe pull ourselves away even further from the bottom end of the table. But this particular game, you know, it's that old cliche of a, an out-and-out six-pointer, isn't it? You know, if we go and win it, then we, we open up a six-point gap between ourselves and Hamilton. If they come and win, then it's game on again. It's, you know, they level up with ourselves on points. And um, so, you know, there, there's no need for me to remind the players or, or anyone else for that matter how important this game is. It's It's huge. And now the thoughts of Brian Rice. Every game is big for Hamill. Every single game is big for Hamill. I keep saying it, we're the underdogs in every game in the Premier League. You know, so St Mirren are down in the, the fight with us. So, yeah, it's a big game. It's a big game for two teams. So, David Templin will, will uh, do things on the pitch that other players can't do or can't see. Uh, so, I'm very hopeful that a lot of the games have been one-goal margins. You know, mostly against us. I'm hoping that David can maybe swing it our way. You know, he's got the ability in the world, he's, he loves it here, he's, he's happy to be back up the road with his wife and his ba- new baby. So, I'm hoping we can get the best out of David Templeton in the running. And actually, despite doing pretty well um, on Sunday, it's a, it's a good number of changes. And I'm calling it a good number because I can't quite count how many it is at the moment, <laughs> but if you leave it with me. Uh, yeah. But Luke Southwood continues in goal, a back yeah. four of McGowan, Want, Easton and McMahon. Gogic, Martin and Hunt, the midfield three. And then an attacking trio of Templeton, Ongpo 
and Mikael Miller. Yeah, well, certainly uh, two in. changes up front, like with with Miller coming in and uh, Templeton starting as well. I, yeah, Brian I mean, Easton wasn't Brian Easton as well back the into the team. Either, so yeah. yeah, I do. Listen, I agree with um, Brian Rice. I've always liked Templeton. A really good player, tricky if he's if he's up to speed and and he's in the mood. Then I think he certainly can cause damage at that end of the table for sure. Um, on Pod a really good game on on Sunday caused Celtic a few problems. And Mikael Miller, Gordon, as you know, I've watched Hamilton a number of times over the past eighteen months, and he always catches the eye. He's got a fantastic. Well, Hibs tried to get him, didn't they? On yeah, deadline, and, and, and I think player. Hamilton. I think Hamilton have, have you know it's been good that they've managed to to hold on to him. With the greatest respect to Hamilton, I, I think he kind of deserves a um, a bigger stage, uh, a bigger club. But he's very talented, and, and you know, out with his talent. Really impressed with his work rate as well. He, he puts in a in a shift. But on that game tonight, um, I fancy St Mirren to nick it two goals to one. I mean, Jim, the challenge is all—it's so different. And I wonder if that's something that, that we perhaps overlook. You take Hamilton and the the job that they're asked to do against Celtic, and then compare it to the job that they're going to be asked to do against St Mirren. Take Alex Gogic for instance. It was one of the best back to wall defending jobs. From a player I've seen in ages He just put his head in front of everything He threw his body in front of everything I'd love to know the, the, the numbers And the amount of headers that he cleared And interceptions that he made But he might not even have to do that tonight It might not be that type It might yeah. be a, It's a completely different challenge Yeah, there's, a, there's more of a share of the game There's no doubt about that You know, that Hamilton will have more of a share You know, I mean You would still expect it might be the slightly dominant team Being at home But uh, Hamilton will go there You know, saying like This is a game where we should be you know, relatively even. You know, in terms of uh, you know uh, retaining the ball and uh, you know the, the the that aspect of it, rather than just backs to wall defending, which they had to do against Celtic for long periods after uh, going down to ten men. So they, they'll probably enjoy that because they probably you know as you said that. But the the one thing they've got, Gordon, is desire, is commitment, as you mentioned there with Alec uh, Gogic doing those type of things, and that's something that Hamilton have always had. You can never. Criticise a Hamilton team For throwing the towel in They don't do that And St Mern will be Fully aware of that tonight And Jim Goodwin I think will emphasise the team Listen Do not think That Hamilton's going to come here Feeling demoralised After the weekend Because that just that Hamilton team goes there And they will give everything Brendan Thanks for your call Hopefully you enjoy the game Let's speak to Brian In Moss Park Hi Brian Hi good evening lads Hi Brian What's Hi, Brian. on your mind? First and foremost, thanks Scott Brown's an absolute legend for Celtic. But in the last couple of games against Rangers and even Ross County and even even Hamilton, we've not played too well in midfield. These these two teams are certainly two Rangers games. Rangers totally overran as the two games. The last two games, the two is a good way to get a foothold in. I'm just thinking Scott's sort of he's daft a bit for other reasons. I hope this new boy Sorrow is going to come in and actually be a, a, a likely replacement. They're going to be able to stand up to the the night of the, the Rangers midfield which in the last two games are certainly overrun us Remind me Brian I'm thinking back to that game in the 29th Celtic across the board were pretty poor but was Scott Brown not arguably Celtic's better best player or one of the better ones that day? I, I heard that after the game and I, I didn't think so no I, didn't, I honestly didn't think so I think what we expect maybe my problem is I maybe expect too much of Scott Brown that's been the problem well, it's a collective effort to, to, As you know Brian If you're going to beat Rangers It's got to be a collective effort And certainly for sure You know in, in the last two Old firm games Scott Brown's You know had, had better games You know there's been Many a time He's absolutely dominated uh, Old firm games And, and helped Celtic to, to victory um, That's not been the case But in, in terms of your Original point You know Soro Ready to step in I mean I think 
I can't see that happening um, this season. First of all, I wouldn't write off Scott Brown, and secondly, I think Soros one that, that that we built up. You know, I think it'd be very unfair to say you know Soros a man that's going to help Celtic beat Rangers on March the fifteenth. I but there's other quality midfield players in there that if Scott Brown's off the boil or, or needing a rest or whatever that can step in. But hopefully for for Celtic's sake that Soros settles in, finds his feet, and goes on to make an impact. I just think that uh, Brian I mean, you, you, You're talking about Scott Brown here. Gordon just gave a stat earlier on 42 games this season You know If you've got 42 games You maybe had two Two, three Below par Not terrible games Below par So that means your consistency levels Are very, very high It's just maybe unfortunate From from Scott Brown's point of view That these games Maybe perhaps were against Rangers um, But But yeah But listen You know You've got to look at the The, the rest of the season You know I mean If Celtic if his performance levels are as high as they have been, and I think they have been, I think he's 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 consistency. Not, not just in this season, but over over the seasons has been incredible. So, I think yeah, I think you're right. In some, t- uh, he's 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 not played at his best in those games, but you do need other players as well. You can't always be Scott Brown. It drags everybody out. Now and again, if he has the odd dip, his teammates have got to help him. Back in, please, Jim. Of course, you can. Yeah. I mean, I totally agree entirely what you're saying there as well. But my fear is, I mean, the Rangers games are going to determine that they're league champions this year. Even though Rangers dropped a few points, we will no doubt drop some as well. But obviously, as you said as well, the other team members have, have got to step up. But it's, it's that looking back four, five, six years, Rangers are sort of dominated totally in the last two games, and it's a, a touch worrying. I'm just hoping the rest of the team midfield can step up. You must be a lot less worried now, though, Brian, that you've all of a sudden recovered from that game and opened up that gap. Two Rangers games If they take six points That's a great thing You're right Brian That's a great thing About the title race That they've got Despite uh, Rangers dropping uh, Five points in the league In the past uh, Two or three games That The the title race Is in their own hands As Jim pointed out As well earlier Now albeit It's a a huge ask To to go and win the next Many games are left Gordon 14 or 15 Whatever it may be That's a massive ask But that is encouraging Thing despite dropping points that it is in Rangers' hands uh, themselves. They don't need a favour um, at the moment. And for what it's worth, um, I think Celtic and Rangers out with the two old firm games. So that means there's 12 games to go then, Gordon. Well, Rangers have got 15 to go, Celtic, Celtic have got 14. 14. I think both teams will, will drop points um, because it will become very nervy. You know, and supporters, are, I don't think, are going to see, you know, three, four, five nils, you know, every other week in free flowing, fantastic football. Mm. This is going to be. The biggest squeaky bum time, um, and God knows how right. how long. So don't don't be expecting it and expect teams to drop points. Brian and Moss Park, thank you very much for the call. Get your pen and paper ready. Get your phone out. Whatever you write these things down. If you're good enough to keep a note in your head, do that because we've got a good full time teaser coming oh. up. And the only the, the teaser for the teaser is that it's right up your street, Mark Weary. Right. And we'll get them next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Road Accident Solicitors. The compensation you deserve when you've been sidelined. Talk to Thompson's.com. Building up to six big kickoffs in the Scottish Premiership tonight in the company of Jim Duffy and Mark Guidi. 7.45 kickoffs, so 20 minutes to go. Plenty of time for you to get your calls in. 0141 951 1025 at Clyde SSB um, on Twitter. Right, it's time for tonight's full time teaser. If you've never heard the teaser before That's when you send in the question And the pundits try their best to come up with the answers Mikey Burns Thank you to Mikey for sending this one in You're going to like it Mark Weedy We're looking for 11 goalies 
Who've played for Celtic or Rangers This century But have made less than 10 appearances So since 2000 11 keepers have played for Celtic or Rangers And have made less than 10 appearances That's the question As put forward by Mikey Burns Jack What's the uh, Rangers one? Jack eight. No, I don't think it doesn't include current players. Sorry, and he's still on the books. And Arnick, okay. so it doesn't include current uh, players. So, I think he just falls into the time scale just to make with the furthest one back. Uh, I'll go with Christensen, the Danish goalie at Rangers. Yes, six well appearances. So, for Celtic and Rangers, they've been it. Yeah. Um, since 2000 uh, Another one Who might just Follow in Follow into it Just because He played in Joseph Venglos's team Tony Warner No well, He must have been 99 Before then. it wasn't it Just before it uh, And There well, Oh okay Here's another one Oh No maybe not Or maybe it was, I'll go for him anyway Simonson Rangers no, must have more must than have ten. More Thank than you, more than ten. More I than actually 10. think I'm looking at I'm looking at Mikey's question here. Mikey sent it, and he does say since the 2000 2001 season. And um, but I think one of these actually d- did just stray into ninety nine with his his one appearance. Um, so so le- less than how many appearances? Less ten, than ten. Less, fewer than ten. Yeah. Less, there's eleven of them with. Um, oh, ah, right, okay, right. I think I've got one as well. Uh, Javi Sanchez Broto Yes, eight games in 2003 mm-hmm. Our colleague Stephen Mills already been on He's given his answers as well But if he thinks that I'm going to help you two out He's got another thing coming <laughs> Tell me, text me <laughs> Oh, um, okay, yeah, I think I've got another one Go for it um, Big fella, Northern Iron goalkeeper Roy Carroll Yes, one game uh, for Rangers I think Okay we'll leave it there Looking for 11 goalkeepers Who've played for Celtic or Rangers This century Fewer than 10 appearances Javier Sanchez Broto Jesper Christensen And Roy Carroll Like I say I actually think one of these Has strayed just before that But it's alright we, we don't mind Just We'll leave it there okay. Okay. We'll leave it there uh, You can get the rest of the answers Alan is a Celtic fan Calling from Berkshire Hi Alan Hi good evening How you doing? Hi Alan Hi Alan I just, I just want to raise a point with Jim and Mark because both of you have said, and, and Mark, you've said it more than one occasion, that the the destination of the, the championship this year is in, the, in Rangers' own hands. Yeah. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. But isn't it in Celtic's hands yeah, as well? Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's in yeah. both, both their hands. That's you've never mentioned that, though. Like Alan, never that. Alan, I think everybody knows that, that, that Celtic are top The guys are making the distinction That whilst the points gap is as it is If Rangers win the rest of their games They will be champions Because they have to play Celtic twice I think we did actually mention it Because you, I said earlier on That if Rangers drop any points tonight It goes out uh, of their hands one, then it, goes yeah. into, you know, it goes out of their hands So therefore Celtic are complete control But uh, anyway Alan Anyway yeah Well can I just add, ask another little quick question If that's okay Go for it it's just regarding Stephen Stephen Gerrard's interview. Now he seems to get it soft every time he's in a press conference, and I'm, I'm more specifically talking about again. We're coming back to this racist, these racist comments or racist accusations, accusations that seem to be getting made. Now he's saying in this day and age it's pathetic and it shouldn't happen, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But if he fails to acknowledge that it was his club 
supporters mm. from his club have been banned in two, in two separate matches in European games this year for races chanting and singing. But, but Alan, did he not condemn that at the time? I'm, I'm fascinated by the psychology of this because for me, and you can correct me if you disagree, the issue of racism is far, far bigger than football. Why does it have to be viewed through the prism of which team you support? Why do you not just hear Steven Gerrard saying racism is wrong? And your automatic reaction should be He's right, I wholeheartedly agree There shouldn't be a but I'll tell, I'll tell you Gordon Yes, racism has got no place in football But this, the, the guy who's clearly having a dig At, at the allegations made against Celtic fans well, But he doesn't acknowledge That his own fans His sections of his stadium Have been closed down this year Because of racist chant by did, his own fans And did he not, con- did he not condemn that at the time? I don't think he did I think he did I don't recall him Yeah he did Yeah the club did as well the, the, like this is Absolutely like, But like, again it's you know, Like I said to, to Alan Jim I feel like we, we do go around yeah. in, in circles on this mm-hmm. one you're, you're almost And I said it last night You're made to feel like You can't call out something For being wrong mm-hmm. Without also at the same time Calling out everything else That has ever been wrong mm-hmm. In the past If you hear an allegation mm-hmm. Of racism Why is your Why is your first thought About The underlying mm-hmm. Conspiracy behind it yeah, no, listen, I, I've had several debates uh, in several media outlets regarding racism in football. Um, obviously, you know, I work for a long, long time. We show racism red card, abhor any type of racism, any type of sectarianism, any type of bullying, um, you know, anything that, um, you know, is, is, but football always seems to be, you know, at the blame, or, you know, the epicenter of blame. And I don't know why. It is a society problem. And if Steven Gerrard or any other person condemns it, why don't we just applaud that person for condemning it rather than look to say, yeah, but he doesn't say this or he doesn't say that, you know? As a, a, you know, and if anyone thinks it's not in Scottish culture, then they're kidding themselves on. Alan and Berkshire, thank you very much for the call. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Another story that broke this afternoon, um, and lots of people were getting very heated up about it on social media. I'm going to attempt. To say that I'm wondering if it's Maybe not as big a deal I feel like we always go We dive in now. See when we see compliance officer And mm-hmm. when we see charges Everyone gets like really uh, Sort of excited And I know these ones are Maybe a bit of an, an eyebrow raiser To some Celtic have been charged By the Scottish FA Over confrontations And games against Partick And Hamilton uh, Aki's have also been Called to account By the, the governing body as well It basically comes around I think what they call it is a mass confrontation mm-hmm. I think it's more than three players from each mm-hmm. side If they, if they mm-hmm. all get involved In any way, if it's more than three from mm-hmm. each side It's, it's considered a mass confrontation mm-hmm. So when, they, when it's all kicking off with Lee Griffiths Celtic mm-hmm. players will rush in mm-hmm. Hamilton Aki's players will rush in mm-hmm. And a charge follows mm-hmm. We've seen it before Yes, the rules um, <laughs> But like I say, some, when Celtic are involved mm-hmm. Or when Rangers are involved And when it comes in a week like this Everything gets ramped up a little bit no, That's the rules You're right you, you explained it absolutely perfectly And every manager Or um, You know Captain And you know Representative of the club As I say When they go to the referees meetings At the start of the season They're told all this It's not It's not uh, A surprise You know You're told that if There is More than You know Three or more players Get involved from either side You will get You know um, You know Asked uh, In front of the, the FA uh, The SFA And then You may well 
you know, get um, a fine or you may not. And that's the thing, it's, it's just going to be a fine, it's not yeah. going to be anything no, no, major. But, I'm not saying that's okay. But that, that's the rules, it doesn't matter whether it's Hamilton, whether it's Celtic, whether it's Dumbarton, whether it's anybody else. If your players are confrontational um, and the referee believes that, uh, or, or the, the compliance officer deals with it, then you know you may you may well risk a yeah. fine, and I might be out of date slightly on that. It's actually rule two hundred and four this year, mm-hmm. so it's a bit it's a bit different. It's not actually now about the number of players. Mm-hmm. I I stand corrected. More more that players and staff should conduct themselves in an orderly fashion. So it's one of these blanket statements which kind of covers a a multitude of sins. Mark Guidi, the other one is for we believe Jozo Simunovic putting his hand on on the referee um, against Partick Thistle, and we had a. A tweet in to say You know Along the lines of Ah but I bet no, but When was the last time A player was charged for that Well actually I think Richard Tate of Motherwell Was done for something very similar But I don't I don't expect people to remember that no, Or no, know no, about it no. Or care about it no, And that, that's the world we live in They won't remember that Gordon You're right um, Right We've got so much to try and get through Let's go to Pataudry We've got another big game there Dave Galloway Yes that's right uh, As Aberdeen take on uh, St Johnston uh, tonight uh, Gordon looking forward to uh, this one uh, should be a, a close run thing um, Aberdeen go into this one determined um, to build on an impressive performance in that recent 0-0 draw with Rangers at Ibrox now the Dons are keen to rediscover the scoring touch as they battle Motherwell for third place having failed to find the net in three successive matches now St Johnston played some very good football in an entertaining 3-3 draw with Hearts at the weekend and they'll come to Pitaudry confident of getting a result tonight both meetings between those two sides so far this season have ended as 1-1 draws maybe that gives you some sort of pointer as to a possible outcome tonight to the teams then and uh, both sides make three changes firstly for Aberdeen Hernandez comes in for his debut Gallagher is in as is Hedges out drop Logan Ojo and McGinn so it's Joe Lewis in goals a back four of Ronald Hernandez, Ash Taylor, Scott McKenna and Andy Considine. Sitting midfielders, uh, Dylan McGeoch and Lewis Ferguson. Further forward, Matty Kennedy, John Gallagher and Ryan Hedges. Up top, it's Sam Cosgrove. Substitutes, Cherney, Logan, Devlin, Campbell, Ojo, McGinn and Anderson. As I said, uh, St Johnson make three changes also. So it's Booth, Holt and O'Halloran in for Gordon, Tanzer and Kane. It's Xander Clark in goals for the visitors. Across the back, Anthony Ralston, Jamie McCart, Jason Kerr and Callum Booth. Sitting midfielders, Liam Craig and Jason Holt. Further forward, David Wotherspoon, Ali McCann and Michael O'Halloran. The main striker and man of the moment for the Saints, Stevie May. Substitutes, Parrish, Duffy, Kane, Hendry, Butcher, Jones and Wright. And your match referee at Pataudry is Kevin Clancy. So, Aberdeen could go third if they win Motherwell lose and Aberdeen claw back a couple of goals as well it could it could still arithmetically happen uh, thanks to Dave Galloway on tonight's teaser uh, Mikey said looking for 11 players who've played for Celtic and Rangers this century but have fewer than 10 appearances one of them was definitely 99 so I can I can tell you who it was and we'll take it out or you can just include it because I think it was it was there or thereabouts Celtic or Rangers it was Celtic one sub appearance <laughs> Was it? Um, at, uh, was it the? Oh no! Was it? I'm going to say Barry John Cobb. Yes, Aye, it Barry was. So we'll leave him in since you got it anymore. You've got Javier Sanchez, Brotto, Jesper Christensen, Roy Carroll. Let's be quick if we yeah, can. Yeah, Doris Devries. No, ten appearances he's oh, got. Dimitri Karin. Yes, eight yeah. games. And the Rangers goalkeeper Latini. 
Letizzi I'll yeah, give you Letizzi. Okay we'll get the rest yeah. next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors The league leader For compensation Talk to Thompson's.com Kickoffs fast approaching Across the Scottish Premiership Let's go back to Fir Park As the teams come out The tunnel Alison Conroy Yep, the team's just emerging for the, from the tunnel for this one. Motherwell looking for a strong performance. Stephen Robinson wanting a better performance than Livingston at the weekend when he says 10 of his players didn't turn up. Celtic looking to keep up the pressure and that gap at the top of the Scottish Premiership. So far, Motherwell, it's Mark Gillespie in goal. A back four of Liam Grimshaw, Declan Gallagher, Peter Hartley and Jake Carroll. Midfield five of Rolando Ahrens, Alan Campbell, Liam Donnelly, Liam Polworth and Jermaine Hilton. The lone striker of Chris Long. For Celtic, Fraser Forster in goal. A back three of Chris Ayer, Jozo Simonovic and Chris Julian. Then it'll be James Forrest, Scott Brown, Olivia Cham, Callum McGregor and Greg Taylor. Up top for Celtic tonight, Lee Griffiths and Odson Edward. And your referee at Fir Park is Don Robertson. And let's go back to Ibrox Hibs. The visitors, Andrew McLean's keeping an eye on it. Yeah, the team's not yet out the tunnel here at Ibrox, but what a massive night this is for Rangers as they once again look to get their title hopes back on track. Their second Wednesday night in a row at Ibrox that they're needing to bounce back from weekend disappointment. They have beaten Hibs 6-1 and 3-0 already this season, but maybe Jack Ross's side will feel this is a chance to capitalise on the pressure building on the home side. Steven Gerrard says he expects them to get back to top form quicker than people think. And there is three changes to the starting 11 tonight, so we'll see if that gives them their spark back. Those three changes from that 0-0 draw against Aberdeen are out go Polster, Katic and Kamara. In come Tavernier, Edmondson and Yanis Hadji. So it's a 4-3-3 for Rangers. Alan McGregor starts in goal. A back four of James Tavernier, Connor Golson, George Edmondson and Borna Barisic. The midfield three, Scott Arfield, Stephen Davis and Joe Aribo with Yanis Hadji and Ryan Kent supporting Alfredo Morelos. The substitutes, Fodringham, Polster, Katic, Kamara, Barker, Jones and Stewart, the team's on their way out the tunnel now. The Hibs team, three players go out from their weekend draw against St Mirren, Gray, McGregor and Horgan. In come McGinn, Whitaker and Jackson. A 4-2-3-1 for them. Ophir Marciano in goal. A back four of Paul McGinn, Adam Jackson, Paul Hanlon and Lewis Stevenson. The two holding midfielders are Stefan Omionga and Stephen Whitaker with Martin Boyle, Scott Allen and Joe Newell in behind Christian Dodge. The substitutes, Bogdan, James, McGregor, Horgan, Holberg, Murray and McNulty. The referee here at Ibrox tonight is Bobby Madden. And we are underway. Big games across the division, top, middle and bottom of the table, all affected tonight. How do you see it going? I'm going to go Celtic to win 3-1 and Rangers to win 2-0. Jim Duffy? 3-1, 3-1. Rangers and Celtic. Oh, there we go. Simple as that. He's consistent if nothing else. Elsewhere in the top flight tonight as well. Uh, Ross County, Livingston, St Mirren, Hamilton, Harps, Kilmarnock and Aberdeen, St Johnson. I, I don't need a full list of your pr- predictions, your, your scores, but just a, a general flavour of how you see things going. I, I think St Mirren will nick it against Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Aberdeen strongly, I fancy them against St Johnston. Um, Harps, Kilmarnock to draw and Ross County and Livy Go for a Livy victory Okay Jim Do you differ? Yeah no Not much I think maybe Hearts Might nick it at home And I think they have to Really try and get themselves A couple of wins You know And try and follow up That Rangers victory Because obviously They're drawing the last minute But I think maybe Hearts Might just nick it I think that um, St Mun I think again Or maybe just be the odd goal And I think Aberdeen Be the odd goal as well Tonight's teaser Is this It's been sent in by Mikey He was looking for 11 goalkeepers who've played for Celtic or Rangers this century and who have fewer than 10 appearances. You've already got Barry John Corr, we accept he was actually just outside that period, but we've put him in. Uh, Dimitri Karin, Javier Sanchez Broto, 
Jesper Christensen Lionel Letizzi And Roy Carroll Have you got any more? Uh, Matt Jilks Yes Five games I think In the 16-17 era Was um, Hedman Was he one? No More than more Ten than appearances 10. I would imagine Yeah uh, I'm going to throw in a couple That I'm not Not sure about But Mark Brown Yes Well done Played for both of course Do you know what I was just going to say that They might qualify for both he got more than 10 For Celtic Right But fewer than 10 for Rangers So he is in there Okay Scott Fox No You've got three to get Okay I'm going to There's one that was Fodgen was understudy John Matt Warburton And and it's not Matt Jilk No No. So I'm not Matt Jilks is the only one From that era Right Another one that I think I suspect they might have played more But I'm going to throw him in anyway Cammy Bell Yeah played way more than that Yeah okay Okay, three to get I don't mind telling you The breakdown at this stage You're looking for one Celtic And two more Rangers uh, Anything that's caught your eye From the opening two and a half minutes At Fir Park, Jim? No, just obviously As you would expect uh, Celtic getting the ball forward The two strikers I said playing quite close together Which you, you always want For your, your strike partnership And I just think As I said that you know, the signs look good for Celtic in the early part of the game. And the one thing I think Celtic will enjoy playing is it's a very good pitch at Motherwell these days, much better than it was several years ago. Yeah, Andrew McLean actually mentioned to me earlier, I hold my hands up and admit I can't remember if it was on air or off air, but he, he actually felt the Ibrooks pitch was, yeah, was looking patchy. It. Did he mention it? Yeah, he mentioned air. it when, uh, you know, just in the lead up to his uh, he's, uh, he's, um, piece earlier on, saying that he, he felt the pitch was just a little bit, uh, but it's, it's quite, again, quite unusual. Maybe from the stand it looks a bit bare, but. Again, I would be I would be surprised if it's if it's not a good surface because Stephen Gerrard would insist upon that. Oddson Edward has his first shot at goal, but it was a, a speculative one from outside the box. It hit off Liam Donnelly, it ricocheted off Liam Grimshaw, and Motherwell managed to hack it clear. So with three minutes gone, uh, nothing really to tell you about in the way of goal scoring chances. Motherwell's debutant Rolando Ahrens tried to get down the right, tried to take the Celtic defence for a run, uh, but they stood up well. And actually Jim I think the Motherwell pitch Was voted the best In the Premiership It is always immaculate mm-hmm. But even that looks like It's had a bit of rain on it And, and yeah. there's there's only so much You can do with the weather That we've had Yeah I mean Listen we've had an absolute deluge Over the last few weeks Even not in the last few days But it can make it slick As I said It's a, it's a, you know, it's a good surface Both teams like playing And again you know, with the way Motherwell play now under Stephen Robinson Particularly in the last couple of seasons They want it like that they, They've got quick sharp players so they, they don't want a heavy, sticky pitch. Yeah, not a great deal to tell you about from Ibrox yet either. It was a, a Scott Allen cross into the box caught by Alan McGregor. A couple of fouls, as you would expect. Uh, I think Hibbs will, will be trying to, to set some sort of tempo. Rangers will be wanting to show that they're up for it as well. Stephen Robinson is already hugely frustrated <laughs> uh, by something. We've got our first goal and it comes against the run of form, if you like. Livy are one of the form teams in the league and they're a goal down to that experienced striker Billy Mackay. Ross County won Livingston nil Good chance for Rangers Tavernier through to Morelos A shot from an angle It was saved low And then looped over the bar And out for a corner How the Rangers fans are longing for that Pairing to team up Tavernier and, and Morelos backfiring yeah. yeah I mean again as I said You know he, he just gives them so much ammunition And you know And also he dictates to the opposition You know when you're playing Rangers Your wide guy has to track back mm-hmm. So tactically It's a different proposition Whereas no no disrespect to whether it's Flanagan or Posey, you may not have the same threat there. So you can maybe try and ask your wider players to push on. But uh, if you allow um, James Tavernier to push as high as he likes to do, he will deliver and he's got excellent um, delivery from that area. It's a frantic start at Fir Park, Mark Weedy, to say I, the I, least. I, I've, I've, got, I've got one eye, um, half my brain in the game and half my <laughs> exactly. brain in the teaser. <laughs> uh, Liam Kelly? Uh, no. 
I've, you know, I've got the list of every manager that the, the, the old left. firm. Um, Have you given us a clue what kind of how far because I've gone back, obviously okay. gone back to Dick Advocate, well, Martin O'Neill. The, the Celtic one is the most recent. It's not not that far back at all. Um, Rolando Aaron's mother was debutant with a left footed shot. So he could put his bonnet on it, Fraser Foster. Bren, so what, you going back to Brendan Rodgers then? Yes, yeah, I think so. Ronnie Dyla into Brendan Rodgers probably. Right. Interested onlooker from Fir Park is Tony Watt, Tony Watt The former Celtic striker Back at the ground where he made his Celtic debut And scored a double mm-hmm. And he's now training with the Steelmen Potentially With the view to getting a move there So we'll see what happens in the coming days uh, Yeah, the goalie The Celtic one you're looking for Is the, the dialer into Rogers era, I think Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm toiling Four Keep appearances That's your 40, Matt Come on, yeah, I'm toiling and the Rangers won so far back Big yeah, Alec or Leguain They're or... a lot harder um, Probably Was was one of them Matt Warburton? No No, no, no before that it's Not Is it Coisty's time? Again just but, well, the, the problem is One of these guys Only made a handful of appearances But his time at the club Spanned quite a bit But I, I would guess Yeah I would guess The McCoy era for one of them And probably McLeish for the other Motherwell into the box Big opening And we've got Jermaine Hilton Right footed low And he scuffs it wide The biggest chance of the game so far mm-hmm. They actually had a couple of bites at it Jim Yeah it was two good chances actually I mean the, the, You know Celtic uh, You know Lost the ball midfield um, You know Motherwell pressing high Good ball in From door And, and again I, I just felt long Could have maybe I'd just taken a touch And hit it But then Hilton Chokes it a little bit And I think he's just Got to be calm there He's got he's to just stay been put calm. off By Simunovic hasn't he Yeah but he's got to stay calm You've got to forget Simunovic And just focus on Hitting the target there Because he definitely Had a clear set of goal Right this Celtic one I think if I give you His nationality You might get it He's yeah, Belgian <laughs> no, Or maybe not No it's not here Oh yeah 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 it's not anyway, Matt. Yeah I know I, 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 And I can I can picture him oh, He's got gloves on Yeah, you know, yeah gloves, on. gloves yeah. And, <laughs> Big uh, white sticky gloves yeah. yeah he's had a lot of yeah. negativity And his name is St Johnston have taken the lead at Pataudry <laughs> Ali McCann lifting the ball over Joe Lewis One of St Johnston's standout players of the season you have to say And he's been played through in goal And opened the scoring for St Johnston A lot of pressure on Derek McInnes yep. now For the first time I think really in his And he would have alleviated Kenya. some of it With a yeah, good, uh, yeah, good, a good point, point at the point, weekend but, but you know they've not scored many goals Particularly by Todry They've really got to try and get themselves Back into this game Because the longer it goes You know They'll, they'll, they'll feel the tension up there Great tracking back by Lee Griffiths Robs Alan Campbell And that allows Odson Edouard mm. To finish And make it Motherwell nil Celtic 1 The league's top scorer Doing what he does Slotting beyond Mark Gillespie Stephen Robinson Will be furious A big chance for Motherwell Alan Campbell Caught by the backtracking Lee Griffiths Up the other end in a flash And Odson Edouard With the goal Right Belgian His initials Do you need the initials? I'll need them yeah LB <laughs> you know what I can pick some yeah. I know, but I just, I'm not going to get right, it okay. Logan Bay. Yeah Logan Bay. I, would, I wouldn't have got that The two Rangers ones that. Are much harder One of them only has One appearance And he's also a former Motherwell keeper Funnily enough Since we're watching that game At the moment Played for Hibs as well um, no. Initial first, first initial GS 
Oh, uh, Gordon, uh, Graham Smith. Graham, Graham Smith. Smith. Yeah. The clue I want to give you for the other one is that he's a former schoolmate of mine, but that's really not going to help you, is it? T- tell us. Well, I will. Yeah. All, all through primary school and high school, <laughs> with this guy he made five appearances, and I believe oh, another big chance for Motherwell to equalise, but it's wide. I think he is now first choice at Airdrie. Or he certainly plays for Airdrie Scott Gallagher Scott Gallagher oh, I forgot that you were in that division And you would <laughs> I was going to say, say Davey Hutton That was me, that was me. I rubber stamped it yeah, I go. wouldn't have got Scott Gallagher, Scott Gallagher. Go. Brilliant Okay thank you to Jim and Mark Mullerwell are trailing Celtic By a goal to nil Aberdeen are trailing St Johnson By a goal to nil Ross County lead Livingston By a goal to nil as well Still nothing at Ibrox But make sure you join us tomorrow At 6 o'clock All the fallout from tonight's games and we'll be back from six with Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, the form team for compensation for more than 40 years. Talk to Thompson's.com.